Speed. 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 Welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we rendezvous over to the other set one fake nose at a time. I'm Doug Greenberg. And I'm Jason Haynes. And we have, again, Scott Corelli joining us. Scott, welcome. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for coming back. Yes, absolutely. We're honored to have you. And uh, this is a perfect set of minutes because, you know, all of this is foreign to us. So we like to see like a little insider take on it. Oh. Sure. But today we're knocking out minute 33, which begins with a brilliant line reading, and it ends with a brilliant line reading. Okay. In the afternoon, when I put it on to go out with the guys and have a rendezvous. Uh, okay, that's a bad look because he's wearing his wedding band when he says yeah. that. And also, he's a caveman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. Are they going to let you out of out of your cage uh, to do... To do that is 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 the idea that like when he puts that he's like a caged animal and he's like because they they called him like a jungle rat but you know jungle cat and, jungle. yeah <laughs> so like is he is he supposed to be like a like a caged animal and like the the aftershave is like a they're going for uh, the metaphor yeah is that what's happening here it's just but just if you're gonna say I, I like to put it on before I go like you need him in like a like a nice outfit dressing up for the night to go mm-hmm. out meet the guy yeah rendezvous not a caveman right like I right they said that the cage and being a caveman is a metaphor I'm just I'm just trying to figure this out <laughs> I don't I don't understand this commercial at all and yeah like he's basically being like yeah when I uh, put on the after shave and I cheat on my wife you know, I feel real good about it, like a jungle cat. Like, I just, I mean, that's what's happening with the wedding band. Yeah, the wedding band threw me, too. I mean, you you probably would have him remove that. Yeah. If he's going to talk about rendezvousing with women, yeah. Yeah. I don't, plus I don't know how many married cavemen there are <laughs> and had wedding bands back in the day. You understand he's not really a caveman, I know. Right? No, but that's the whole thing. When I watch a commercial or a TV show, like I want to believe that the person that is that they're this person that the actors portraying whatever. I want to believe that they are that person. I can't believe this is a caveman. He's got a, he's got a wedding band on. He's going out with the guys tonight. He's been captured. How are you going out with the guys? You've been captured by two women. You're in a cage. Where? How are you getting out to go with the guys? You're you're been hunted. Well, you see, this is all a misunderstanding. He was going to a costume contest <laughs> as a caveman, and these two uh, very nice uh, safari women uh, just happened to capture him, thinking he was an actual caveman because they're not particularly good at their job. <laughs> Um, and he smelled like a jungle cat. So, like, what are they to do? Maybe like the it's like one of those movies where the 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 women mm-hmm. came from from the into the future from the past, yeah. and they were placed like in this world, like Jumanji, right? And they saw a caveman. They're like, oh, oh my god, there's a caveman. We got to capture him. And they captured him <laughs> in this modern times, but they're from the past. That's that's it. What, what he he was trying. He's saying rendezvous, but what he's trying to say was Jumanji when he goes out in the afternoon. With his with his bros and they all play Jumanji. This is what happens. <laughs> that could be just as viable as what we're actually seeing. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like a Encino Man, and they're modern, and he was frozen in ice. Yeah, freshly melted. Freshly melted. So they're like, oh my god, he's obviously from the past. So let's capture him and do yeah. scientific experiments. Yeah. Right. Okay. So or 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 we could just stand next to the cage holding after shave. 
I don't know. <laughs> so the director's had it. Oh, he's had it. Yeah. He's had it. He cuts the scene and moves to the alternate set. <laughs> now, here's this is one of my other questions for Scott, which I'm glad you're here. Well, well hold on. Before we even get to the other uh, the other set, we the, we haven't we haven't spoken about what is probably the most questionable thing about this whole <laughs> I know what you're going to say the thing. monkey. The monkey. Why is there a monkey in the cage with him? Is that his friend? Is it supposed to be food? Is he supposed to eat the monkey? Like <laughs> But it's hanging from the top of the cage on a tire, <laughs> hanging from a chain. Yeah. Like what? What is? That's. I mean, you're throwing these modern things in with a, a prehistoric theme. Right? Yeah. The chain. Where'd the chain come from? <laughs> <laughs> the chain. Why is it in there? On a tire. I, I don't know. The, uh, it looks like a dead monkey, but it's obviously stuffed. Anyway, so aside from that. So they go to the alternate set. Is, is this a normal thing? No, on commercial to have an alter, a completely alternate set. No, set? no, that is such a that is a massive waste of of money, resources, time. Like why you wouldn't do that ever? Like the only the the only way this makes sense is if they they are shooting two commercials. Like mm-hmm. if there's if they're gonna do like kind of the same commercial but like on two different sets so that they have like uh, uh like variants. I guess of the same commercial. That's the only way this makes sense. I I don't know. Like putting him in the ring isn't. It, it's not solving the problem, which is that he doesn't know the script because he's never read it before. Yeah, that the, my question was like, what what's his end game here? You wrap up that set because it's not working, so you put him on the other set, but you don't correct the problem. Right, right. I he's a bad director. Bad director. But he only works with professionals. Yeah. He thinks awful highly of himself for being such a bad director. Uh, he, d- he definitely thinks highly of himself uh, being a commercial director on the East Coast. I mean, there's not a lot of those. And so, like, it, it's, you know, he's like a, a big fish in a small pond, I guess. I don't know. Oh, yeah. that, that I mean, I guess that makes sense. Rocky kind of, he pleads his case a little bit. He's like, I can right. get it. I know the word. Uh, the word is rendezvous, and the guy goes, "Yes, rendezvous over to the other set." <laughs> That's the one time I laugh at that jerk. <laughs> uh, but they've wasted; they've only wasted four hours. That seems like a long time to try to get blood from a stone. Well, I, I, uh, like how how did this take four hours? That's my question. Like, you're just rolling, and he's flubbing the line. Like, how long is this commercial? Like thirty seconds. So he's missed. He's messed up the lines in a thirty-second commercial twenty-five times, and you're saying that took four hours? How was that possible? Yeah, th- there's no um, reset, right? So you don't have to move any equipment or any um, no. set pieces. No. Unless, I mean, are, is he counting like the makeup time and the? costume time i mean i guess but still seems like a long yeah it still seems like a long time to me um and you know what dude it's your own fault for wasting that time (laughs) yeah you should have been spending it on working with your actor i just i don't know um also this makeup is just awful Uh, oh (laughs) (laughs) my problem is if you're gonna hire somebody famous and recognizable why would you make him unrecognizable as that person i don't know he looks like the the claymation rocky from the brisk iced tea commercial 
It's brisk, baby. Yeah, that's what that's what he looks like uh, in this scene. Yeah, it's like a, a caricature, caricature of Rocky. Yeah, yeah. Man, absolutely. But they, I mean, they, I mean, his nose was broken by Apollo Creed in the first fight, yeah. and it, at no time did it look as bad as the nose they slap on him here. No. But that's, I mean, you know, I, I said public access, like a public access type of set from the last set. But this is like, you don't even try to make this makeup look good. Mm-mm. No, this looks ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is so cheap. I, I, I just want to say, like, when we're talking about, um, the, the, not only do they have an alternate set, but it's so, like, you have a ring. Like, you made a ring that was going to be an alternate set. Like, we may or may not use this. Like, it probably spent more than four hours to make this ring, and we may or may not use it. But the, the, the makeup is horrible. What is this? What what is this? <laughs> I mean the the only the only way that I can defend it is that um, it's seventies era. Th- this is going to play on seventies era televisions, sometimes in black and white, sometimes in color, but like really shitty, you know, CRT televisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, not always a great signal because I don't even think there was cable at this point, so it's all antenna. Um, so maybe, you know, they make it look bad so that it can, it'll like show up, like you'll be able to read it, you know, like in the actual yeah. commercial. Plus you're not getting in there. Like they're not doing close ups in the commercial in the seventies. So I don't know. All right. You know, when you, when you put it in those terms, it kind of makes a little bit more sense on yeah. old shitty TVs. You're not going to see the, the seams where the, <laughs> the details. Yeah. Yeah. Where the fake nose meets the real forehead. You got to make it a little, little cartoonish. Um, <laughs> That's a lot cartoony. Yeah, I mean, it really just looks like they just threw a bunch of play doh at his face. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let me see. I have a note here to go to the book, so let me see what the hell that means. Okay, in, in between, uh, in between the uh, the caveman set and the boxing set, they in the book they really drive home the point. So far, like they sprinkle in these little scenes with Apollo Creed, how he's mulling over the outcome of the fight and how it's it's really eating him up and he is not happy with the way anything turned out even though he won the fight right mm-hmm. so they keep sprinkling these little scenes with him and uh in this one he's training it says the champion was shadow boxing in front of a mirror completely embroidered with stains of toil streams of sweat and mucus ran down over his reflected image the more he shadow boxed the more intense his eyes became on striving to reach a personal goal that only he could understand his trainer came forward and threw a towel over his champion's shoulder and said, let's take a break. Apollo Creed shrugged the towel from his shoulders and continued to work and work and work. Hmm. So the one thing that uh, we never saw in the first Rocky was Apollo Creed training. Because as we know, he took the fight too lightly. Now he's really like, he doesn't, the, the rematch isn't even set, but he throws himself into his training here. And there was another um, a, a scene a couple of weeks ago where he's where he's working the heavy bag and uh you know the trainer's like all right time and and he just he just keeps wailing away on it so they illustrate how much creed is bothered by by this more so in the book i don't um i why why are his why are his shorts bloody (laughs) i said he's wearing the same shorts that he wore in the fight yeah i mean obviously they're not the same shorts but I mean, I mean, look at him, Scott. He's obviously beat up. Yeah, I know, but like, where's that blood coming from? Because <laughs> he's not bleeding anywhere. He's just swollen for some reason. Uh, 
the uh, the boxing ring is also very tiny. Well, yeah. He, he his boxing gloves are tied around his neck. I don't understand that. He's got like a soup. They uh they did his hair up in like a Superman kind of hairdo swirly thing. Yeah, it might be um the 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 bo- the boxing gloves around his neck might actually be uh to cover up his nipples. Oh boy! <laughs> and because of because like they want this commercial to play like at all times of the day or something. Um, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Could be. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know. The seven the uh, television in like the 60s and 70s was a weird thing, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. So uh, they had weird uh, rules about stuff like that. So maybe that's what's going on there. Hmm. Let's see. I want to go back to the caveman. So was he? Was he? Because he's got the caveman outfit has like the one shoulder oh, toga right. loincloth thing. Yeah. Has he got the club like positioned over his one? He might. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My, we've we've come a long way. Let's see where this ends here. <laughs> oh yeah. So he flubs a uh, flubs another one, right? <laughs> Wet him down. Oh man, he looks so sad when he's taking that water. <laughs> He's just sad and wet. Poor guy. <laughs> How uncomfortable is it being wet? Like if, if you got something sprayed in your face, but not like your instinct is to wipe it off, right? Yeah. But you, but you can't wipe it off because you're going to wipe off the wetness and you're going to mess up the uh, just the A-plus makeup that you have on. Mm-hmm. The, the makeup made of duct tape or whatever the hell. <laughs> Play-Doh. Yeah, is that Play-Doh. Play-Doh. Yeah. And they... So the first shot of this set is already take seven. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Also, there are two guys behind the director just chatting away while they're trying to film a take. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also really important, there's no microphone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Would they have like one of those boom mics? Yeah, they would have a guy like over him with a boom mic. Or at least they'd – if they're on a – if they're on a – you know they're in a they're obviously in like a big like uh, uh, set warehouse thing. Um, you would think that there would be like a microphone set up like just above him, like so that they don't have to have a mm-hmm. mic guy. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. A boom operator. They would just have a boom mic sort of set up in in the ceiling or something, or um, so that it was like uh, you know coming down closer to to Rocky, like just out of frame. It, it's it. There's no microphone. Like I, I don't know how they're picking up sound on this. I've. Uh you know, accidentally turned on the mixer here. So we've recorded episodes where it's just the computer mic picking mm-hmm. us up. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, all you get is like that empty room echo. And, yep. you know, it, it sounds like garbage. Yeah. So in, in a warehouse kind of uh, studio set, I'm sure <laughs> there's a lot of acoustics in there. Yeah. Uh, so that would sound bad as well, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, it would absolutely sound bad. I mean, you just wouldn't be able to hear anything. You'd hear the, everyone talking on the set. There's like two guys yeah. back there oh, yeah. just chatting it up. Uh, it's this is a mess. Who are closer? They're closer to the camera than Rocky is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the the camera is not going to pick up any sound. Like, I, I literally don't know where the sound is coming from. Like, literally, if you're not going to film recording sound, why does it matter if he gets it right? Just stick some peanut butter in his mouth and have him <laughs> jump up and down and then have him read the lines off a of paper <laughs> in post. Like, I don't – I just don't understand. <laughs> like Mr. Ed? Yeah, like Mr. Ed. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> or have somebody do a Rocky impression in the – in the booth yeah. later. 
It just I don't I don't understand what the problem is. Yeah, back in the day, nobody knew what athletes sounded like. No, <laughs> you could you could have somebody not even doing a Rocky impression, just talking. Yeah, in a normal could, voice. You could have the guy that did the Pee Wee Herman voice in the Pee Wee Herman movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you got the, of course, the girls standing in the back holding up their bottles of aftershave. Yep. Wearing similar um, shorts to Rocky. Yep. And that's in a very cartoonish background. I hope they're not trying to sell the realism on this. <laughs> Looks like a painting on the wall. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is a painting on the wall, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Scott, unless you have anything else for minute 33. Uh, d- no. <laughs> we talked about how ridiculous <laughs> all of this is. Yeah. So, yeah, tell us and our fans about what else you got going on. Back to the Future Minute was the thing that kicked it all off, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, sort of. Uh, I mean, the Doctor's Companion was before that, but... Um but uh, yeah, back to the future minute. I mean, we've got 345 episodes of that. So we've done that whole trilogy. Uh, myself and uh, my co-host, Nick Jimenez. Um, we do Cornetto Minute now. But uh, before that, we did Back to the Future. So uh, we did uh, Back to the Future and then parts two and three and the ride. Um, and then we sort of wrapped it up in a live series finale in Chicago. Uh, and that's all out there. That's all available. And you can listen to all of it. And uh that was a lot of fun. Sometimes I think about those about those uh, those movies, and I miss them. I miss those characters, but uh, <laughs> I miss talking about them all the time. But uh, they're all out there, so go check that out if you want. They really took a deep dive into Back to the Future. Now, when I watch Back to the Future, like I see it through a different sort of lens. <laughs> you know, if that makes sense, because I mean, that's the point of what we do, right? Doing yeah. a movie minute by minute is to get deep into it, but. Uh-huh. Do you find yourself watching movies now and you wondering to yourself, like, would this make a good minute by minute show? Oh yeah, no, every 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 time. Every single time I watch a movie. Yeah. This has ruined movies for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, watching movies will never be the same, but like, I don't know. I, I in a good way to me. I, yeah. I I I really like it. But uh yeah, it's definitely changed the way I watch movies for sure. <laughs> uh yeah, well we're also on duelinggenre.com. Um all of our uh, social media, you can put in Rocky Minute, and you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Our listeners group is called Mighty Mix. Um, we have a Tee Public store, which I post the um, periodically. I'll post the link in, in Mighty Mix and on Twitter and Instagram and everything. So click the link, and it'll take you right us to our store. We only have a couple of designs at the moment, but you know, as I'm learning how to design things, I'm slowly, slowly adding more. So doing genre. We also have a uh, a Patreon mm-hmm. where our fans, your fans, all the fans can donate to uh, DoingGenre.com. Go to DoingGenre.com and click support, and uh, that'll take you to the Patreon page where you, for a couple bucks a month, you get a, a ton of extra content on, on the weekends and um, like movie reviews and... Just bonus podcasts, all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yes. Uh, a lot of the shows have like a, like a special edition like a Saturday edition. Mm-hmm. So that stuff is only um, available to Patreon subscribers. And there's the Amazon link now, right? Yeah, uh, duelinggenre.com slash Amazon. You get to Amazon through that link, and then any purchase you buy throws a couple of bucks into Dueling Genre. Yeah. So, But it adds nothing to your total. Yeah, right. We, we it's, it's Amazon's money that we're taking, which is good. It, they don't need any more money. Yeah, I think they're doing <laughs> just fine. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, well, uh, Bezos is. I don't know about anybody <laughs> else at the company. Not the line workers. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> they can't even go to the bathroom. <laughs> we have, where me and Jay work, we have an Amazon warehouse and, and um, fulfillment center. So we see, yeah. we see exactly what, like how those people are worked. Yep. Um, but yeah, find all of that, all of that good stuff on doinggenre.com and join us tomorrow for a new episode of Rocky Minute. Bye. What are we waiting for? Take this! Everything good, Jay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's fixed. It was- no, it's, he can't fix it. He, um, it's a common problem. It's actually been a recalled issue. Oh. They have to replace the drain pipe in the back of the refrigerator that drains the frozen water out. But uh, he has to order the part, and so he has to, it'll be fixed till next week. Okay. The good news is I'm going on vacation for a week, so <laughs> I could come home to the entire house underwater. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it doesn't accumulate that fast. But anyway, so yeah, it'll be fixed. Uh, by the time you hear this, I will have my refrigerator fixed. <laughs> <laughs>